Welcome to Spiritual Psychology. My name is Renee Lavalle McKenna. I'm a therapist and shamanic healer. And today I want to talk about trauma. Trauma is the Greek word for wound. Most people have some kind of wounding from their past. And a wound, in my perspective, is any unresolved emotional, sexual, physical, spiritual suffering. When an incoming experience is too much to handle, and the psyche is unable to process or integrate the event in a manageable way, we get trauma. It's like part of us just can't or won't believe what's happening, and there's a disconnection, a shattering, or a splintering of the self in an attempt to manage reality and not go crazy. Now, trauma can be the result of a single event like an accident, a surgery, or an unexpected loss, or certainly from being harmed physically, sexually, or psychologically. But trauma can also result from chronic or long-term stress or dysfunction, like war, incarceration, hospitalization, and certainly from being abused, neglected, or bullied. Birth trauma, both for the mother and the newborn, is extremely common and goes unrecognized in most psychological modalities. What happens with a physical injury is not that different from what happens when we're harmed emotionally, mentally, or spiritually. When there's a wound to the body, there's a breach in the usual systems that we have for protection, like our skin or muscles or bones. And right after the injury, the body moves into healing mode automatically to protect and mend the wound. First, there's pain to let us know there's a problem, and then there's swelling as blood rushes in to repair and protect the area. And a wide array of specialized blood cells work to clear the dead and damaged tissue while new growth takes place. The area stays sore so that we protect it while it heals. And the immune system is often on high alert during this process, looking out for intruders. And over time, the bone will reform itself. The skin will mend by forming scabs and scar tissue. Even torn muscle will regrow. And in the same way that the body goes into high alert to focus on protecting and healing a physical injury, the psyche has a complex system to manage overload or damage as well. So just as the body goes into shock as a way to save itself, The mind and the emotions can go into shock during or after a traumatic event as a self-protective mechanism. So similar to how the body sends all of its protective resources to deal with healing wounds of the flesh through immune function and swelling and pain, so the mind and emotions will focus their energy on survival first and then on regaining balance and normal function later. And this kind of emergency function is what I understand as trauma. So... Trauma responses can be really different between people. But the basic issue is this splitting or separating of the inner self in response to the traumatic event. As an attempt to manage the unmanageable, the psyche does something quite brilliant, actually. Like an ejection seat, the emotional part of the self experiencing the trauma can be split off. It gets separated from the rational mind or even almost left behind as a survival mechanism. Just as an oyster creates a pearl when a piece of sand or other damaging irritant gets inside their shell, our psyche encases the traumatized part of the self in an energetic state of denial and resistance. And this inner separation is like an automatic response. It's not a decision. In fact, it's generally completely unconscious and people don't even know that it's happening, which is the root of the problem in ongoing trauma. This encasement of the wounded self is an amazing survival mechanism that works really well in the short run, but it causes 
a lot of problems in the long run because the traumatized self part usually remains separated and stuck. It remains separate because this inner splitting happens unconsciously and nothing is done to reintegrate the traumatized self part after the event. Healing trauma in spiritual psychology means to return these split or fractured parts of the self back to health and wholeness in present time using a modified version of the shamanic soul retrieval process. And I'm going to put a link to a guided meditation or what I call an inner journey to do a soul retrieval for trauma in the show notes. And depending on the configuration of your particular trauma, you may need to do that journey over and over again to complete the inner repair process. But soul retrieval is incredibly powerful and effective and very safe. This is not about re-experiencing trauma. It's actually about bringing the psyche out of trauma and into the present time. So everybody experiences difficult life events. And most difficult life experiences will heal naturally over time, similar to physical healing. If there's death, loss, life crisis, or an accident, emotional or mental pain lets us know we need to care for ourselves. And grief is one of the natural, healthy ways for processing and letting go of the past and opening to new experience. Grief is commonly understood to have different stages, and those stages can apply to any major change in our life, not just the loss of death. So Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, in her 1969 book on death and dying, named five stages of grief and loss that she observed. Those stages are denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. Each stage is its own internal coping skill or processing tool. And because each person copes with change in their own unique way, the stages may be experienced in different orders and some are skipped entirely. You know, there's no right way or wrong way to deal with grief or major change or trauma. But these different stages, we could understand, again, as like a metaphor for the physical healing that we happen when we have an injury. And this is how the psyche heals itself. Most of our unresolved emotional issues could be seen as getting stuck in one of these stages. Of course, getting stuck in acceptance is where we want to be, I think. That's the healing part. (laughs) But um, I know I tend to get stuck in anger or bargaining, but lots of people get stuck in depression. And certainly denial can work really well until it doesn't anymore. So if we can allow ourselves to move fully through our own organic process, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually, we'll come out the other side stronger and more resilient. It's thought that scar tissue is tougher than skin, and healed bone is certainly thicker at the site of a break. So healing is possible, but we may need help because it's so easy to get stuck somewhere in that system of healing and not complete the process. But life does change us if we submit ourselves to it. So allowing ourselves to be changed by the events and adventures of life is part of our evolution. And being willing to accept and surrender to our own unique life process, no matter how challenging, is our individual work. And resistance to the often really difficult experiences of reality is what causes problems. So I'll give you an example. I worked with a client this week who is incredibly brave and was horribly abused. 
His mother was schizophrenic and frequently locked him in a closet, sometimes for extended periods of time. He has three other siblings who experienced similar treatment, and one of them is living on the street. Another one is a serious alcoholic, and the third one is in a mental hospital pretty much permanently. And he's super high-functioning, but as you can imagine, he's got some serious issues and has spent a couple of months really establishing a spiritual ground of trust and empowerment on a transpersonal level been really life-changing for him to have the experience of wisdom, unconditional love, and connecting with the universal life force, the God of his own understanding through elements of nature and his own golden shadow. And I did a podcast on the golden shadow a couple weeks ago. If you're interested, it's a really powerful way to work with our own highest self. So we did a powerful piece of soul retrieval where we brought his guides and teachers, his own highest self, back across psychological time to rescue that child part of himself that was locked in that closet because there's a part of him that never got to leave the closet. Now, not everybody that experiences traumatic events carries trauma. Some people are able to move through it and process it. Not all veterans of war have PTSD. But he has been carrying this particular trauma, and it has really blocked him, particularly socially and intimately, from the type of relationship that he wants to have. So we go back to that child part, and we tell them, we are here to help you, that this experience happened a long time ago, and you don't need to live here anymore, that this is an aspect of psychological time, and we want to bring you into present time, where you can be loved and healed and supported in the way you've always needed. And sometimes the self part won't even recognize the adult self that's attempting to help them. The separation has been so great that this emotional part of the self really doesn't even know that time has passed. In fact, this boy was still afraid of his mother, and we got to tell him, Mommy's dead. You don't need to be afraid of her anymore. And he was relieved. And for me, this work goes way beyond just some guided visualization. The way that we hold memory is neural patterning. From a neural standpoint, we can actually repattern the relationship with the traumatic event because we have inner narratives that often repeat and repeat and repeat, whatever they are. And so affirming that this part is coming into present time shifts the neural patterns and interrupts the habitual way of relating to this experience. But on a spiritual level and an emotional level, we're bringing the adult self, our best adult self, in direct connection with the wounded part of ourself and looking at how we relate and how optimally we will choose to relate with these parts of ourself going forward. And often we have spent a lot of time and energy just avoiding or ignoring them because they're so painful we don't know what to do. And when we can bring the incredible transformative energy of love and compassion to these parts of ourself, it's alchemical. That we can become our own loving parent, our own healthy caregiver in present time right now in how we relate to ourselves. So if you think about if you had a child locked in a closet in your house, would you leave them there or would you go get them? And so we go get them and we bring them out and we clean them off and we let them rest or heal or play, 
again, there is a natural healing process. And this child part of the self, which is quite intense to interact with, they have their own thoughts, feelings, agenda, their own wisdom. And so we bring that child part to a clear space. This is why I do spiritual psychology rather than regular psychology, because outside of this contested space of ordinary dualistic material reality, there is infinite space and place that is wise, trustworthy, loving, and healing. I find, again, easiest access through places in nature. And so we brought this boy to this really cool place in the forest, and he leaned against a giant redwood tree and just felt the energy of the tree flowing through his body, feeling that he was safe. He's out of the closet. And he made a fire with his adult self, and they played together. And through our work together in spiritual psychology, my client has gathered many resources, many guides, teachers, elements, ancestors who one could understand as multiple aspects of his own highest self or different faces of the divine. There are many ways to understand the transpersonal realm. And this boy sat in loving community in what he calls his spiritual family. And he's in present time now. He doesn't ever have to go back to that closet again. Now, I'm not going to say there's not more work to do, (laughs) but trauma can absolutely be healed. And if you want to learn more about my approach to trauma and the processes to heal it, check out my book, Allies and Demons, Working with Spirit for Power and Healing. It's available on Amazon. And chapter seven is all about transforming trauma. So if you have your own trauma, check out the guided meditation in the show notes. Or if you're interested in doing some deeper work on trauma, shoot me an email, info at reneemckenna.com. Deep gratitude to my supporters on Patreon. And keep an eye out for our upcoming Instagram lives on conscious parenting and healthy sexuality at Open Door Growth. Blessings on your path until we meet again. This is Renee LaValle McKenna for Spiritual Psychology.